Welcome in to the latest episode of that SEC podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter, and I'm joined as always by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Balls on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer? <laughs> hey, buddy, what's going on? Man, if yeah. you can hear the pep in my voice, Shane, I hear it in mm. yours. It's because mm. it's game week, baby. Hell yes. We got a little appetizer with uh, Mm -hmm. Vanderbilt Hawaii. We'll get to that in just a second. But how sweet is it, Shane, to know within days we're going to be watching a full slate of SEC action. I love it, man. I love it. I've been sitting on a ton of memes, a ton of videos, (laughs) ready to fire them off on Thursday, beginning September 1st, and then rolling into the weekend. We're going to have every SEC team playing before the weekend's done. I absolutely love it. I'm on cloud nine, brother. I don't know if you could tell. I'm sure you hear it. You'll see it later on tape. I am pumped up for some college football, baby. <laughs> yeah, well, before we get to the big game, Shane, let's uh, just mm-hmm. hit. We had three news items that were pretty big, so I just wanted to start with them. Texas A&M, we don't have to ask Jimbo no more questions about the quarterback <laughs> because they've named Haynes King the starting quarterback. Billy Lucci of Texags first to report that news, but uh, no surprise, really, on our end. This is something we talked about a couple weeks back, but uh, thoughts on Haynes King, Shane, being a starter for A&M? I don't think there's a surprise here. It's something that you talked about in one of our shows here recently, uh, a guy that I was I was firmly committing on as well. I, I think this is the good look for Texas A&M. You know, uh, we're going to have them for a couple seasons here, and and it's just something you can build around. So I like the fact the noise is done. It's over. We can finally get real college football questions and real (laughs) answers from Jimbo and not the same old 65%. Why do you – you know, just (laughs) dancing around the question. So uh, I'm pumped up. We got our QB1. Let's let's build and grow. And speaking of Texas A&M, did you see – did you see my boy Dez? Uh, it was oh, good man. to see. It was good to see the crew. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. This this may be Lee's last season, brother. It was all <sighs> over the twitters, but uh, I love him to death. Don't get me wrong. I'm a huge fan of Lee Corso. Have been my entire life. But uh, they were doing their predictions, and I saw uh, our boy Dez saying Texas A&M not only gonna win an SEC championship. But the national championship, what about that? Do you think he heard about Haynes King before we did? No, because I think he, <laughs> I think old Dez is kind of clueless, Shane, and no disrespect to A&M. What? They've got the roster to do it. But I, I'm not calling Dez out for A&M specifically. Mm. I'm calling him out for he had Pitt in that damn yeah. thing. He had <laughs> Michigan in the Final Four. Yeah. And, and who was his other one? I can't remember, but it was another. It, don't, it doesn't was, even matter. Yeah, it doesn't, It was probably NC State, Shane's favorite team out there. But, yeah. I mean, it was a joke of a Final Four, so I'm not giving that much time a day. He just has to be right on one of those, and I think it's the Texas A&M. <laughs> so, I'm giving them the, the benefit of the doubt, one out of four. So, uh, but anyway, man, I was just – I was just it was nice – Watching game day again, it just, yeah. I don't know, brother. I just, it takes you back. I, game day's been around for so, so long. You know, when we were kids, we were watching it and just, mm-hmm. you know, getting it going again. It's like, man, we're here. You know, you just, you got to pinch yourself because you can't believe it. Yeah. Well, another one I, we can't believe, even though 
we did kind of see this come in the last couple weeks, but had you told me a month ago, Shane, that T.J. Finley was going to be Auburn's starting quarterback, I would have called you a damn liar. <laughs> Yet here we are. That was first reported by uh, Chris Lowe of ESPN. Mm-hmm. But, again, another one we, we called a couple weeks ago. But, man, credit to this guy. They're bringing in Zach Calzada. He didn't transfer out. He didn't quit. Although mm-hmm. he, he did get arrested the first day of camp. But not even that deterred him, Shane. T.J. No. Finley, our starting quarterback at Auburn. How about it? Ain't nothing going to slow this man down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we were talking him up. We were listening to the coach. We it just You could hear it in Brian's voice. Yeah. It really felt like this was his guy. You know, he's seeing something down there. And, and if we truly are going to get a better ball play for a, from TJ, man, I mean, watch out. I, he's got the tangible piece. He's got a hell of an arm. He's a big body. He's always falling forward. So I, I, like, I like his physique. But is he going to be able to, to to check down? Is he going to be able to make those second reads? And mm-hmm. and I think that's that's listen to Harson. It feels like he has it's finally clicked for him. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited for this next chapter down there in Auburn. Now one more good piece of news, Shane. I know this fired you up. I believe this was Friday afternoon, but Obru McCoy eligible immediately. Yeah. Finally, that piece of paper got signed, and Lincoln mm-hmm. Riley. Trolling mm-hmm. Bruba Coyle by goodness. Don't even need him. Don't even <laughs> look at his ass. Getting out of here. Afraid of the SEC. Ran over to California. Now I got sucked up in the Big Ten. Whatever. I just I'm over USC. <laughs> yeah. There's only one USC and it's in South Carolina, Mike. That's right. <laughs> well, hey buddy, we've got a great show topic for this episode. we I'm gonna give you one prediction, Shane, for mm-hmm. every SEC opener. We got a ton of them to discuss, but before we get to that, Shane, we got to talk the flying Hawaiians getting Gambling? beat down. <laughs> Vanderbilt, 63, Hawaii, 10. Oh, my goodness, Shane. I mean, mm. what a game. Crown them. Hey, I am Crown. crowning them, Shane. I don't know if you saw it. I put Vanderbilt number one in my SEC power rankings for a reason. How about some of these stats I'm going to throw at your way, Shane? This is the most points Vanderbilt has scored – against an FBS opponent since 1941. Jeez. They scored – they only scored 30 points. That was their high last year. Hell, they they damn doubled it here. Again, 63 points. They outscored Hawaii, Shane, 42-0 to zero in the second half. This is one punt. Vanderbilt had one punt in a football game. When's the last time we've been able to say that? <laughs> they had 12 possessions. They scored seven touchdowns. Vanderbilt did. I mean, my goodness, Shane, 404 rushing yards. How about this? 9.9 yards per rush for the Mm. Vanderbilt Commodores. They were just a rushing machine, weren't they? Mike, those NCAA numbers right there, buddy. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Well, we said this. We said this early. We said this at SEC Media Days when uh, Coach Lee came out and named the starting quarterback. Mike, what he's able to do, he's the fastest Mike I know. I'll tell you that. (laughs) And this guy is absolutely blazing fast. Uh, I love the fact they cut him loose. They let him play some ball. Uh, We got to see it. Unfortunately, I didn't get to watch it all because – buddy at one o'clock in the morning i was out uh i saw one of the best tweets i saw and i'd I'd love to give the guy credit i can't remember he says you know uh we're not in football shape either you know (laughs) it's like we weren't we weren't prepared to go for uh for 15 hours of college football but uh i think we're getting there but 
Yeah, it was just unfortunate. Not a lot of people got to see this. They just got to see the highlights, which we put out there on our, uh, our social media channels. But yeah. uh, it was absolutely great. And if uh, it was my wager of the week, Mike. I was raking in the money this weekend. One and no, nobody wants to face me. <laughs> yeah, don't forget, if you join us up there at uh, on the wager app, you got to search us in the community, that mm-hmm. SEC podcast, to join us to, to bet against Shane and I. And again, all new signups get $20 for free, absolutely free. Don't even have to put in a credit mm-hmm. card to join us at Wager. But hey, Sh- Shane, how about this though? Because going back to the game here, I don't know about you, but Hawaii came right out, opening possession, yeah. scored a touchdown. They looked like a damn machine. And I was sitting here saying, oh my God, here we <laughs> go again. We all know the first game of the Clark Lee era got trounced by ETSU. And this you know, early on, it felt like maybe that's what was going to happen again. But credit these guys on the road, halfway across the globe, Shane. They didn't blink. And as the game went on, I mean, they just got tougher and tougher and tougher. Scored twice on defense with, with fumble mm-hmm. retu- returns. Three sacks in the ball game, which is big considering, hell, Vanderbilt only had nine sacks all of last season, Shane. Yeah. They were getting after Hawaii. They I said they rushed for four hundred and four yards. They only allowed hundred and eight rushing yards. Yeah. And Hawaii's best player was a damn running back. So I mean this again, we're not we're we, I know you were kidding. We're not crowning Vanderbilt no. at this point yeah. in time. This is gonna be one of the worst teams they play this season. But it is a major, major step out here that Vanderbilt was on national television and didn't embarrass the SEC. Instead, they did the embarrassing. And this is what Vanderbilt should be doing in these non-conference games. We're not sitting here saying Vanderbilt is going to win the SEC this year. But right. they certainly, undoubtedly, you cannot – it's undisputable, Shane. They have taken a major step from last season. And I, I think if you're a Vanderbilt fan, you couldn't be more happy with how this game went out. Oh, cloud nine. This is your first victory. You opened up the season. You know, last year it was just total disappointment this time. So I I, th- I think this is huge for the Commodores. And, and, you know, when I boil it down, Mike, it wasn't that Vanderbilt was that much better than Hawaii's starters, but they have two words, competitive depth. This is something that Coach Lee has, has hit on and hammered on, and he's competed, and, and you saw it. This team was built for the distance. Hawaii was just topical. Like they, the, their starters, yeah, they could. That's why it was it was scary at first because they they came out and they they ran all over Vanderbilt, which is another. You know, I'm not going to say it's all roses. I'm a little worried. Right. I mean, you know, they they were running at ease there at first, but. Mm-hmm. Once they settled into their roles, uh, you know, you started to see a little bit more of that depth, and and, and Hawaii just could not could not keep it up. Um, I will say on the opposite side, just as as impressive as as Mike was, I thought Orgy was freaking amazing. He was a man on fire. He got he got a couple penalties, which I think were kind of stupid, but he was he was he was the the turning point they needed, and they needed a little momentum to get over that 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 hump there at the beginning. And man, he was just he was every like I said, he was. A, I, I'm surprised Nick Saban didn't come in and try to steal him last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, you mentioned room for improvement, Shane. Vanderbilt on third down, yeah. on, only five of 11. That's troubling. And on fourth down, only one of five. But, again, this is not a perfect – this was not a flawless performance. Right. But they did have 12 rushes 
of over 10 yards, including, Shane, that Mike Wright 87-yard touchdown run, which, incredibly, that, this, that was the second longest touchdown in Vanderbilt history. Yeah. No one touched him. He looked like the flash out there. Yeah. But, man, just an incredible, incredible debut. And we had Clark Lee here and Mike Wright after the game talking about opening the season 1-0, and the adjustments that needed to be made and Mike Wright's impact on this team. Let's kick it over to Clark Lee. After that, um, you know, first drive where they scored the touchdown, what was the key to kind of adjusting after that and, you know, kind of getting on a roll? Well, we knew coming into this game that we we were going to have to kind of figure out their offensive personality on the move. Um, yeah, I considered um, take taking the ball. Um you know, if we'd won the toss, uh, but we, we we chose to defer just because we wanted the, the offense to have the extra possession, the extra look at them defensively. But it was a challenge game planning for these guys because there's so much unknown, new coaches, new players. And um, and I just, you know, again, I give credit to Nick Howell and his staff. They, they did an incredible job, really, honestly, building an identity and a foundation through camp from which we were able to dial into some calls that change some leverages that that uh, covered down a little differently and um you know and then got the explosive run for for the touchdown you know i think we we settled in on a plan where we were moving less and playing a little more vertically against the run and it, it was effective um but that that's a credit to the staff to nick howell and it's a credit to our players of you know taking the adjustments and applying applying them efficiently and you know and um Kind of settle in then. Yeah, Clark, when you guys went down seven early, when you get some offensive penalties that, that derail a drive, do you and all the things set in from the memories of a year ago, do you, do you say anything to the team at that point or do you just let it ride and, and trust them to figure it out? No, I I mean it, it it's it's um I think there's there's an expectation level you know, in game one that you're going to, you're going to have some hiccups, you know, um, and, you know, my trust in the team and my belief in what we're doing goes way beyond the first drive in the first quarter of the first game of the season. We spend, you know, every day together training for those moments and um, building in responses to those moments. And so rather than needing to give a speech, we default to our training. We show each other confidence. We make eye contact. We speak about the belief we have, and and um, and that's what manifests performance on the field. And so, you know, do we do we want to start fast? Do we want to get off to a great start and play with a lead? Absolutely. Were we able to do that tonight? No. I thought, um, you know, the, the uh, opportunity that that adversity presented us was a chance to show our maturation and our our progress as a program. And in that in that vein. Um, I was grateful for it, and I was I was um, I was proud of the players and the way they just kept their heads down and kept working. Uh, Clark, what what did Mike Wright do for your offense tonight? Well, yeah, he did a lot. Um, you know, Mike was able to show the things that make him a unique competitor and a unique player. Um, you know, um, he obviously was he had a ton of success on the ground. He um, he was also able to find some plays through the air. Um, I think important, what is almost most important is he led the offense. He, he was out there and I thought was an emotional connector and 
um, you know, handled handled our double calls, handled our checks um, effectively. Um, and and there's going to be a lot to clean up. You know, I mean, I, you know, it was it was not a perfect performance, but um, there's a lot there for us to build on, and a lot of positives around um, you know what he was able to accomplish on an individual level. But at the, you know, at the same time. Yeah, I'm looking at the offensive line. I'm looking at Will Shepard throw a block that sprung the run there, uh, the long run for the touchdown. Gavin Schoenwald showed up a ton. Um, you know, he, he was back there with with three backs that that ran the ball effectively. Um, you know, Ray and um, Chase and Rocco did a great job. And so, you know, Mike, Mike benefited from all that. And then, you know, we know that he has the ability, um, you know, when the play is there to make it, and he did that tonight. We'll clean up the things that uh, we need him to improve upon, and and again, this is just the start uh, for him. Uh, but um, a good start it was. All right, Mike, appreciate it. Thank you. All right, thank you guys for staying up. What time is it there? It is one fifty-seven in the morning. Oh my goodness! Thank you guys for staying up. Anchor down. We really appreciate it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my god. Thank you. No, awesome. That is crazy. One fifty-seven. All right. Hey, as long as they don't embarrass themselves against Elon, Vanderbilt's going to be 2-0 to start the year, which don't forget, they've got SEC Nation coming to their house for mm -hmm. week three. All of a sudden, that Wake Forest game, I mean, hey, we could have us some buzz and some energy on them Vanderbilt <laughs> Commodores. Well, it's like on, on them Friday Twitter spaces, I said upset alert would be Ole Miss and Vanderbilt and about – quarter in i was like maybe i wish i could retract that you know <laughs> but then 60 points later i'm like yeah see what i'm saying Vandy was sleeping on vandy so uh no it was fun to watch and it was just again it was just some things uh, you know vanderbilt and it's going to be like a lot of sec teams there's going to be some things they're going to have to work on uh there was some stupid mistakes uh, a lot of penalties you yeah. know little things like that they're gonna they're gonna need to clean up but uh I was really impressed, man. Just the the way this team rallied. Um, I don't know why I'm surprised. We talked about how scrappy they were last season. It just felt like they fought the whole tooth and nail the whole time. Fans, oh man, Hawaii's pumped up. They ain't gonna lose a game. Blah blah blah. John says they're leaving at half. You know, that's what. <laughs> I mean, when, when's the last time you know Vanderbilt could say that? So um, I think this new chapter is is going to be exciting. Long as they keep Mike healthy, brother, I, I think um, I think they're gonna ha they're they're gonna surprise a few teams. Yeah, no doubt. Well, Shane, you ready to talk some SEC opener action? Hell yeah, Mike. Let's do it. Well, before we get to uh, each one of these games, Shane, I do want to run down just real quick, just to refresh the audience and refresh you, the current point spreads for these games. So uh, we'll start with the Thursday games, obviously. Tennessee, Shane, 34-point favorite over Ball State. You got it. you got to like that, right? I love it, man. I love it. 34 in the first quarter, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Missouri, how about this, Shane? 19-point favorite over Louisiana Tech. All right. Blowout weekend so far. I like it. Ole Miss, Shane, 22-point favorite over Troy. <laughs> they're gonna need a miracle to keep that one close mike i love it <laughs> now this is the only sec team that's not favored shane utah currently favored by two and a half mm. on the road at florida i know you've already covered that but 
Man, that's a mm-hmm. dangerous spot for them utes to be coming in it. Yeah, I hope it's hot and humid, man. Them utes don't know what's going to hit them. They're walking in. I think they're walking into a to a trap, brother, but we'll get in that later in the week. What's the spread on this one again? Two and a half, Utah's favorite. Two and a half. Has this moved at all? Yeah, I mean, it's gone back and forth. I think Utah opened as like a one-point favorite, and then Florida was a two-point favorite. Now it's back to Utah. So, you know, money's okay. coming back on both sides, no doubt. All right. Just depends on what pod they're listening to. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> How about Kentucky, Shane? Favored by 17 against mm. Miami, not Florida, but Miami of Ohio. Yeah, hey, either one of them. They're, they're still going to be a favorite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> South Carolina, Shane, favored by 12 over Georgia State. Mm, I hate that team. But, yes, that's good, <laughs> brother. I like it. Two scores. The defending national champ, Shane, Georgia, favored by 18 over Oregon in Atlanta. And what's Oregon ranked? Uh, I don't even know if they are. But, uh, no, I think, they, I think they're like 15 oh, yeah. or something like that. Oh, yeah. This is just another prime example of how great that AP poll is, Mike. <laughs> get them off the list. Get them off the – get them out of here. Now, this one has moved quite a bit, Shane. Mississippi State favored by 14 points over Memphis. <laughs> another team I hate, Mike. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it, though. Two scores. That's That's not enough. And then Arkansas favored by six over Cincinnati. Six, Cincinnati. No, that quarterback went pro, so I think this is ridiculous <laughs> as well. So, I love it. Man, this is a good – this is what I like, Mike. Week one, because Vegas doesn't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. You got that gut feel. This is when you put it out. If you got some parlays you want to fight, this mm-hmm. is this is a perfect week for it because these these spreads are going to change throughout the season. Yeah, the only other one we got, Shane. I don't know why the others aren't listed, but uh, you know, I think it's because of cupcakes and whatnot. But LSU favored by three over Florida State. So okay, we we got us yeah. a ball game potentially on Sunday. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I watched I watched that game too. I watched a lot of them. I don't know if you watched the, you know, the fun, the craziest fact I saw this weekend, Mike, was the fact that Vanderbilt, you know, because we we started out with this Northwestern Nebraska fiasco, <laughs> yeah. one of the greatest onside kicks I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but uh, it's like. Oh, well, we got momentum. Yeah, let's shoot ourselves in the foot here. But anyway, and I, that's the craziest thing. I, I do feel bad. I give Cornhuskers a hard time. But the fact that Scott Frost has lost so many games by seven points or less, I mean, that has that that's terrible. You know, I, it's one thing to lose. Because trust me, I'm a Tennessee fan. There's been a lot of games we have lost. But within seven points that many, yeah, uh, that takes a toll. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> I feel bad for those fans. Yeah, It seems like they got one of the. I know. They really do. It, it's They want to get back to prime. You know, they want to right. get back to the 90s just like like a lot of us. But, uh, you know, but what was crazy, the craziest stat was Nebraska traveling to Dublin. Right. Was actually less mileage than Nat Vanderbilt traveling to Hawaii. <laughs> they were further away. I mean, it was close, but it's just crazy. We got a game outside the country, but it was actually further away for the Commodores. <laughs> but uh, but what I'm saying is, you know, I tried to find your, your little pieces through the games, you know. I kept looking for Harrison. It never showed up. Uh, but I was – I was just – I thought it was kind of crazy watching some of these teams that SEC will play. And, um, you know, I watched a lot of Florida State. We're going to talk about that LSU matchup uh, later in the week. But, you know, I don't know, man. I'm, I wasn't impressed. I don't know why it's a three – I know it's – 
can we talk about that? I, I don't want to break protocol here, but mm. were you that impressed by the Seminoles? Uh, I mean, they beat the hell out of, apparently I butchered yeah. their name to Quince or what, I don't know who the hell they are, but I mean, Florida state looked all right against them. I think it's just more about, you know, they're good on the ground. They rush for over 400 yards, but hell, that's the strength of LSU brothers at defensive that's line. I so yeah. I, I think Florida state could be in some real trouble. Yeah, they got the four horsemen, and it was. Uh, and again, I'm messed up. I'm just saying, Team D, they <laughs> they were able to get pressure at times on Florida State, and I was like, just imagine those those four monsters coming up from LSU. I just yep. I just sense a lot of pressure, a lot of I don't know. It's going to be fun. It's going to be an exciting matchup. Now that one is not going to be on Saturday. That's Sunday, right? Yes, sir. Sunday evening. Okay. Yeah, that's the only game. They really screwed up because they got Tennessee on Thursday. They should have flexed. There's some football on Friday, but there's no SEC. They should have switched somebody, maybe put the Arkansas game there. Mm -hmm. uh, it would have been nice. And even Monday, they got Clemson and uh, Georgia Tech. It would have been nice to have another another SEC opponent. But still, a full weekend coming up of college football. <laughs> so, you, I mean, <laughs> if you are thinking about calling in, <laughs> this may be the week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, hey, brother, you ready to get to my – I got one prediction for yeah. Every SEC opener. Absolutely. And I'm going to start – this. I'm doing this one just for you. You're going to love it. Tennessee prediction, Shane, against Ball yeah. State. Them Vols are going to score at least 60 points. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, Mike. I like that. I can get behind that. This is going to be a fun, exciting, electric ball club. Got a lot to prove. And I don't think they stumble like they did last year. The, they had a lot of question marks. They got going later in the season. Uh -huh. I'm with you, Mike. This is going to be a high-scoring high scoring affair. We got the we got the stadium rocking. Did you see the new uh, – uh, the new oh, – I don't know what they call it, the beer porch or the – Oh, the, yeah. Yeah, you see it? That's. <laughs> I think you got to get a special ticket to get up there. But, man, that's going to be something else. At least they got somewhere to go when this thing gets out of hand. Yep. All right, how about Missouri, Shane, playing Louisiana Tech? Brady Cook going to complete over 70% of his passes in his starting debut this season. What do you think about that? Mm, yeah, my captain. Your captain, <laughs> my captain. I think he earns that spot this week. And uh, I think Mizzou realizes they're in pretty good hands with a kid that's been there the whole time. Yeah, and, and speaking of earning it, Shane, just real quick, we got some comments here from Drink. I, I just thought this was great. He was asked, uh, you know, with modern college football, you got to worry about playing players. Otherwise, they'll jump on the transfer portal and all that. Mm -hmm. I thought his answer was really, really great on this. And also, last season certainly was a disappointment for Missouri on the field. We know the recruiting was outstanding. But this is an opportunity to set a new identity for the Missouri Tigers, and it starts Thursday Let's kick it over to Drink. When you mentioned the portal in that answer, I mean, obviously the best guy plays, but how different is it? If, like, does that factor into, hey, we got to make sure to get this, no. this guy a little bit of time? No, because at the end of the day, I don't factor in I've got to get anybody in. If you give something that they haven't earned, it cheapens them. they got to earn it. Okay, they got to earn it. And at the end of the day, i got to lay my head on the pillow at night knowing however it turned out, I'm comfortable with it. And I wouldn't be comfortable if I just gave somebody something that they hadn't earned. And I don't think our brotherhood would be comfortable with that either. You know, we, we, we all understand that the number one core value is always compete to be better today than we were yesterday and always compete to do it better than we've done it before. And so 
we're, we're not uh, happy in this camp. This ain't everybody gets a trophy. This is college football in the SEC, the best of the best. And if you earn it, you're going to get an opportunity to play. And sometimes you earn it, and you're not the starter, but you've earned an opportunity to play and get out there. I mean, all the experience on defense, I mean, there's so many familiar names of guys that have SEC reps. I mean, does this defense have a chance to be able to set the tone in games and then, by extension, help you guys offensively in that way? Man, this is a new year, new team. I, I don't know. Uh, what we did last year wasn't clearly good enough, so it's an opportunity for us to define who we want to be moving forward. You know, So whether or not we have experience or not, it really doesn't matter. We, we have a chance Thursday to set our identity, and there's I don't have a good uh, feeling that says, oh, okay, this is what's going to be on either side of the ball. Like This is a, a clean slate, and it's a great opportunity for us to go paint that canvas. And whatever happened last year happened last year on both sides of the ball. And what you did last year doesn't earn you anything this year. Uh, Law Tech don't care, you know. Uh, and so I, I really don't care either. I, I hope. Uh, that they can, but I'm, I'm, we'll let them paint that picture on Thursday night. All right, Shane, hey, next prediction here, Texas A&M versus Sam Houston. Jimbo's touting Sam Houston is one of the best teams in the country, but Haynes King's going to score at least four touchdowns on Sam Houston. What do you think about that? I like that. I like that early, too. Um, I think this is going to be <laughs> – I, this is going to be a bad game, Mike. This is a bad, <laughs> bad game if you're a Sam Houston fan. Uh, this, this is, this is going to be a good one to stretch out that QB, let him play. Yeah. But I do think, I think we see a little bit. I, I, I'm not counting Johnson out. I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if he didn't have a couple touchdowns in this game either. Ooh, bold. Okay. How about Georgia, Oregon, Shane? I think you're going to love this one. We didn't want to. Trounce on this guy while he was in the SEC, but he's not anymore. Then Bulldogs, Shane, they're going to force Bo Nix into three turnovers in this ball game. <laughs> Poor Bo, he just can't get away from it, can he? <laughs> <laughs> he's always making them SEC highlights. This is a this is going to be a doozy, brother. It's going to be good to see Bo again, a uh, coach as well, but. You know, I'm not a fan of Oregon, and I th I think there's a lot of people talking about hangover effect with the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh-huh. Brother, no. I, I, I think we're two-quarters into this thing, and I'm with you. I think it's I think it gets ugly early, and we think, man, the Georgia Bulldogs are going to repeat. That's, <laughs> that's going to be the narrative going into week two. Well, I can't wait for Arkansas-Cincinnati, Shane. Here's my bold prediction for this. Arkansas is going to rush for over 200 and pass for over 200 on, on the Ooh. Bearcats. Absolutely. So, rush for – how many do you think uh, KJ is going to have that rushing? Mm. If you're just a guess. You know, probably – you know, they probably won't go crazy with it. I'd say about 30, 40 yards. All right. I like that. So, so it's 200 rushing, 200 passing. So, mm -hmm. a high offensive – uh, a performance for the Arkansas Razorbacks. I like that. Bro. Exactly. And we do have a little update here, Shane, from Sam Pittman. Brady Latham, Jadon Hazelwood, a little banged up. What's their status? And uh, we've been waiting here. Dominique Johnson, the running back. You know, Pittman earlier in camp said he'll probably be back for the South Carolina game. It sounds like he may even be back for the opener against Cincinnati. So let's kick it over to Pittman real quick. Did you mention you got a few guys dinged up? Um, 
specifically, I guess, Brady Latham and, and Jaden Hazelwood, guys mm-hmm. that would, you know, be considered starters. What, what's their status right now? I think – I really believe that both of them will be back. I, I don't know um, – I feel strongly that they'll be back for the game. Uh, I just – I'm not positive – uh, the day I, our goal would be to get them back no later than Monday. Um, but, of course, we just got to wait and see on that. But um, I really think Brady could probably practice right now. We're just trying to buy another 48 hours for him, to be honest with you. With uh, Dominic coming back on Monday, uh, he missed, I guess, 29 straight practices, yeah. but looked pretty good. And he did. Seems to be moving and came back the next day. So, I guess no real swelling issue or anything. What's – is there a possibility for him in the first game? Man, I don't know. I, I mean, I really don't. Um, I think at some point we're going to need to put him in uh, versus scouts, let him get popped around a little bit. Uh, I don't see that happening until at least Monday. But if we can do that where he gets ding, you know, popped around a little bit and see how he feels, the great thing, he hadn't had swelling. You know, he's been out there. He hadn't done a whole lot, but he's done full indie and and he hadn't had swelling on it. So hopefully uh, it continued that way after today's practice and hopefully we could get him out there and move him around a little bit on Monday. I don't know that, to be honest with you. All right, how about this one, Shane? Ole Miss Troy, it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. Cannot wait for these three players, new Rebels, Zach Evans, Yusilis Bentley, and Michael Trigg. Those players are going to combine for 250 total yards. Thoughts on that? I like it, man. I absolutely like it. I think um, another fun fact, I still think we're going to see Juice the dog down there probably mm. about 10 times. He's going to make about 10, <laughs> 10 cameos. That's Call me crazy, but I just feel it coming. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably not even the actual mascot. Yeah, not even the actual mascot. Forget the land sharks. Forget Colonel. You know, we're going we're gonna to get the dog. All right, this may be the game of the week, not only in the SEC, but in the country, Shane. Florida, Utah. Yes. Gators are going to rush for over 150 yards. Thoughts on that? Mm, that's going to be the heat index too, Mike. Them mutes ain't ready. Them <laughs> mutes ain't ready, baby. <laughs> I think it's like putting on a wool blanket when you go down there, man. <laughs> yep. All right, how about this one, Shane? Kentucky versus Miami of Ohio. Uh-huh. I think old Willie, Will Levis, he's going to score four touchdowns. I don't know if he's going to throw them or run them or what, but he's going to get four touchdowns in this one. Ooh, I like that, Mike. I like that. Also, I think uh, I like the rushing. I, I'm leaning more toward rushing. I think I, I think Kentucky obviously is going to throw a lot this season, but I don't think they're going to need to week one. So right. I expect a, a heavy. Uh, I think them Hogs are going to have a hell of a game. So look for them big uglies up front to just make way for whoever is behind center there. Mm. Now Auburn versus Mercer, Shane. But hey. Little nugget here. Mercer won their open. They played week zero. They yeah. won sixty-three to thirteen over Moorhead State. So, oh, we got us. We got us a trap game here for the Tigers. But I'm predicting Auburn Shane to outrush Mercer by at least two hundred yards. Thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah. No. This is this is a good one. I, I'm I'm just more intrigued. I cannot wait to see the next chapter for the Auburn Tigers. There's just so mm-hmm. many. There's so many damn things out there mike so much noise even brian's tweeting about it this weekend uh this this locker room is i don't know man i just 
I want to see how fired up they are. I mean, this is going to be an this is going to be an angry an angry Auburn Tiger team, and and they're taking it. Oh, buddy, they're taking it out on one and oh Mercer, one and one and one Mercer. Alabama hosting Utah State. Shit, Utah State. Yeah. Actually, they had a comeback. They beat UConn. They were down fourteen. They they beat the hell out of UConn after that. And I swear, Shane, I was watching it. It was on FS1. And at the tail end, they, they asked the the announcer, he's like, now do you think they can go into Tuscaloosa and pull the upset? And his the co-host said, well, in college football, you never know. But I'm going to tell you, I know the answer to that is, <laughs> hell no, they can't go in there. That's crazy. And it, this, is how, uh, this is how bad it's going to get for Utah State, Shane. Yeah. Alabama's going to have three – Different quarterbacks score touchdowns in this ball game. What do you think about that? Oh man, I love it, Mike. You know what else? <laughs> I, I'm thinking I'm, I'm going to go bold on you too here. Uh huh. I think we have not one but two running backs over a hundred yards rushing <laughs> by halftime. You know what? It's going to be <laughs> ugly. I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. What is this going to be on? Like TBS or something? <laughs> Midnight? Yeah. When does this thing air? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's SEC Network. Oh, okay. I was just messing with you. Mississippi State. I know you cannot. You're dying for this one, Shane. Mississippi State, oh, yeah. Memphis. I got yes. Will Levis throwing for 400 passing yards. This is a dog fight. I got. Uh, I better not see one damn flag. That's all I got to <laughs> say. <laughs> that's my only thing. I want to. I'm gonna make sure they vet this ref crew that's coming in there. Uh, no, Mike. I th- I think this one. You know, I don't know. I, I don't know how the pirate works as far as motivation and, and propaganda and all that stuff. But, you know, this locker room knows what happened last year. This fan base knows what happened last year, and they were absolutely screwed. So, I say that, I say they get up early on this one, brother. I say 21 points before the quarter's over. Man, that'd be great. All right, yeah. South Carolina, Georgia State. Shane, how about this one? I think you're going to like it. The Gamecocks have never scored more than 40 points against an FBS opponent under Shane Beamer. Mm-hmm. They're breaking that record here in the opener, <laughs> at least 41 points for the Gamecocks against Georgia State. Oh, I love it, man. I love it. There's going to be three <laughs> different running. I'm going to say – I'll say this one. There, I feel like they've got a lot of pieces that we're not even talking about there in South Carolina. Yep. And I, I would say – there's going to be multiple rushing scores here from quarterbacks, from running backs. I'm going to say four individuals will have a rushing touchdown in that South Carolina game. I love it. All right, last one for me, Shane. LSU, Florida State in New Orleans. We I, we kind of already teased this. It's like you you knew my notes, even though you didn't. Yeah. Florida State just rushed for 400 over 400 yards in the in their mm-hmm. Week Zero opener. I say LSU holds them under 100 in the opener. Absolutely. This is going to be a – I think it's going to be a turnover machine. I think they, they got a little too much – a little too cocky against the mm-hmm. team we can't even pronounce last <laughs> week. And LSU is going to just rain terror back there. I, I think it's going to be pure chaos. And uh, and everybody's going to know, hey, you know what, LSU's closer than we thought they were. So, big statement game here. Give me five sacks during this game. Oh, I love it, Shane. I love it because then Florida State, they're not ready. For LSU, no. you know what? These boys pinning them ears back. <laughs> well, hey, buddy, they still know. doing the backpack thing down there? <laughs> they may just leave it down there in Tallahassee, you know? <laughs> Speaking of celebration, before we get too far, did you see UNLV? 
They got a damn slot machine on the. I mean, this was a wild weekend. I loved it, brother. We, I mean, we watched football in Ireland. We watched football in Hawaii. We got a slot machines on the sideline. Did anything just, come out of it? I don't think so. I, I mean, I just saw it making the noise. But somebody's got to carry this damn thing around. I just find that hilarious. Like if that was your job, is setting up a slot machine on the sideline. But out of all the sideline celebrations I've seen from defense, this one's so far got the belt. Well, you know, on Saturday we're going to see a hell of a lot more because these SEC teams are going to be lighting up the scoreboard. You know what? Man, it's in the water, brother. <laughs> there is blood in the water. These fan bases are so damn hungry. I have. I, 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 maybe I say that every year, but it just feels different this year. I, I just feel like there's a lot of built-up rage, and I, and I feel like there's a lot of teams, you know, because we go into a lot of these seasons, we're like, okay, it's Alabama. Okay, maybe it's Georgia, or maybe it's Florida. You know, we, we go in with one or two. I think there's a lot of fans and a lot of fan bases out there thinking this is their year. Yeah. So I, I, I just – I don't know. It's just – I love it, man, because it doesn't feel like we have the separation like we used to. The SEC is getting so close and so violent. And so, I mean, we're going we're gonna to get – and they're opening up can uh, come Thursday. It starts Thursday. So, we're just a few days away from it, man. I love it. We've got Vanderbilt in the books. It's here, man. Yeah. It is actually here. <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah, this is going to be a great week of show, Shane. we got some special things lined up. Football is here. Cannot wait. We're going to have yeah. you know coach comments, guest appearances, maybe even more. So stay tuned for the show. Cannot wait. But uh, that's going to do it for this episode of the show, brother. I appreciate you, as always, and I appreciate each and every one of you. Enjoy the games this weekend. All right. See you guys. Go Vols.